This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. We just spoke with Martin. Okay, let's look for a Filipino soloist who can play a Saint-Saëns concerto. But at the very last moment, a musician didn't play because he was tested positive. It was a very quick change of places. Yes, also for her. As a conductor, we are used to meet the soloist quite late. The normal process is you spend one hour or two hours with the soloist alone, and you saw him, you hear him, and you see what she or he wants. And you make some suggestions. It's, it's a normal way. Then you have one or two rehearsals with orchestra. The dress rehearsal on the concert. So finally, we had the normal time to work. But for her, when I saw her one day before the first rehearsal, for me, it was okay. Just that she knew that she had to play this concert, or maybe, uh, I don't know, 15 hours before. That was maestro Mikael Cousteau, who conducted the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra in a friendship concert. Last week, he and Martin Makalintal, cultural and audiovisual attaché of the French Embassy, joined us on the program to talk about the event, which marked 75 years of Philippine-French diplomacy and the PPO's return to the CCP's Tanghalang Nicanor Abilardo. There is a third reason for celebrating, and one that was snatched from the jaws of disaster. As we have just heard from Maestro Custo, the original soloist had fallen ill, so they had to find a substitute on the quick. Their new soloist, cellist Kyongmin Namfiel. Stepping up to the plate, she scaled Camille Sanson's Cello Concerto No. 1 and so made her solo debut with the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra. On this program, we listen to her performance, but first, she tells us how she became part of the event in the first place and about her quick-fire preparations for the Friendship Concert. Here is cellist Kyongmin Namfiel. got a phone call from Mr. Martin Macalintal, who is the audiovisual attaché of the French Embassy last July 5, telling him that he was in need of a last-minute replacement, since, sadly, the original soloist contracted virus. Well, Ding Dong actually said yes to him already without even asking me first. <laughs> I was so scared. Since these type of performances are make or break performances, and it's a first actually for me to do a five days last minute preparation for a very, really big event. Ding Dong, who's an optimist and who's someone that just accepts everything he comes his way. <laughs> he told me that accept it, do my best and just rock it. <laughs> Five days, as you have said. So how did you prepare in so short a span? After I got the notice from Mr. Martin, I practiced for a few hours during daytime. And at night, I did a run-through of the whole concerto in my head, trying to recall the tiniest details written on the score, among other things. Most of Asian students have a ritual. (laughs) 
I did that way when I was young, middle school and high school, until first few years of my college time too. But starting collaborate with Tiktong, he suggested me to do the less physical practice, but do mental training, do a mental practice with the score, reading, and then check the details and be a little bit far from your instrument. I got to learn that it's actually effective, but it has a little bit risk of being too far from your instrument. Sometimes I forget to round my fingers, but it's a very good practice for the ones who are over-practiced. We had three rehearsals on that week. The first day of the meeting with Maestro Postu, I played a concerto with Maestro, no piano accompaniment. He suggests me some fingerings on how to execute some details written. We had two more rehearsals with the orchestra before the concert day. Maestro Kosciu was patient and encouraging. It was a joy to me to work with him. Uh, it was huge day to me that I was led by group with the best teamwork, like PPO. For me, maybe the challenge was to be very nice <laughs> and to trust to be a, like a father, you know, you play very well. I did it several times. Don't worry, it will be okay. And she made a huge progression. The first time when she played it for me, it was with a score. As a concert, she was with a score and so on. And then we had a lunch with Martin, maybe the Friday, I think. I was like, okay, go to rest now. Sleep, work a little bit on sleep. Work a little bit and sleep. That's all. Don't do any emails or whatever. It was my debut concert with an orchestra. I played in quartet and with duo, some octets and some small ensembles, but as a soloist, it's my first time playing with the orchestra. Last few years, I've been playing romantic works. I played French music for the French Embassy last 2019 for the Cultural Thursday. The Saint-Saëns Cello Concerto Number no. 1, is it something you've played before? I played it way back in high school. I studied it with my first cello teacher in Korea, and it has been more than 20 years already. I played quite differently when I was young. Last April 2022, I was featured at the Manila Pianos Artist Series, which was also a last-minute recording kick for me since a schedule opened up and then Ding Dong again suggests me to Mr. Richard C. Paklunda to fill the schedule. We decided to play the Saint-Saëns Contralto and did a Vivaldi Sonata, the pieces I already did years back. Now, looking back, it was actually like a sort of preparation for this friendship concert. How has your playing of the cello concerto changed over the years? This concerto is naturally beautiful, and this concerto doesn't need to give much effort to pour more beauty on it. I used to play this concerto, give dramatic effect, give more thick sound, and try to play more. But this time, I tried playing just as it was written on the score. No extra drama. And I believe that French music, French style, effortless beauty, natural beauty. I tried that way this time. It was really a beautiful event, not just as a concert, but as an experience. It was really beautiful. Everybody was moved. 
the concert master, all the musicians, the audience, and I believe the conductor himself. After the performance, we were very thrilled to see a practically full house. There were vacant seats, but again, it was emphasized to me that we were still limited to 80% occupancy. So for a reopening, a relaunch of classical music concerts in the main theater, it was very welcoming and encouraging to see that there is an audience for such kind of music. And so the musicians themselves were very happy. I have attended several classical concerts where we barely fill up one half of the theater. But here we had the full house, 80%, yes, for a very first concert after two years of pandemic. People wanted to see a performance, not just hear it. We can always watch performances through the internet, but there's nothing like seeing the musicians up front. In general, a concert, even a solo piano, it's something special because what's happened in the moment, you never know. There is this type of improvisation of contact with the audience, even a solo piano, but an orchestra. There is a spatialization of the sound. We say in French, écoutez avec ses yeux, and you hear with your eyes, et regardez avec ses oreilles, and look through your ears. As a conductor, we do a lot of that. The experience of a concert is unique, is just unique.
that was cellist Kyongmin Namfiel and the Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra under the direction of Mikhail Cousteau in Camille Saint-Saëns' Cello Concerto No. 1. That was an excerpt from the recent Friendship Concert, mounted last July 10 by the French Embassy to the Philippines and Micronesia, the National Commission for Culture and the Arts, and the Cultural Center of the Philippines to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Philippine-French diplomatic relations. Today's guests were cellist Kyongmin Namfiel, conductor Mikael Cousteau, and Martin Macalintal, cultural and audiovisual attaché at the French Embassy. The Embassy is planning yet more events for the 75th anniversary of Philippine-French amity. For more information, visit ph.ambafrance.org. That's ph.ambafrance.org. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.